At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Welcome to the Hornets Hivecast, presented by Charlotte Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Associates, the official eye, ear, nose, and throat care provider of the Charlotte Hornets. Here's your host, Sam Farber. Welcome to another edition of the Hornets Hivecast, your Hornets podcast with all the notes, quotes, and daily buzz around your favorite NBA team. I'm Sam Farber, and it is a pleasure and a privilege to have you with us here once again on the Hornets Hivecast, brought to you by Senta, Charlotte Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Associates, the official Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Care provider of the Charlotte Hornets. It's a game day edition and a big one, too. Hornets are back in the Big Apple, New York, New York, a city so nice. We're going there twice. In the span of a week, Hornets will take on the Knicks at Madison Square Garden. We've got your game preview for that one. Also, we'll do some scoreboard watching tonight. A couple of games that could certainly influence the Hornets in the standings. And it's power rankings time. One of my guests today's favorite topics. That's right. He's back again. My producer on the Hornets Radio Network, Rob Longo. Rob, how do you feel about power rankings today? You know my thoughts on power rankings. But, I mean, I guess at this point of the season, this is where it's the most impactful, more or less. I mean, this is the one where you kind of look at and say which team is playing their best basketball right now. So this might be the one instance of the season where I look forward to power rankings. Okay, then. Well, so before we get into the big question, where should Charlotte be in the hierarchy of 30 teams, how do you factor this? Is it based off overall record, spot in the actual standings, or how teams have looked over a certain subset, be it 10, 15, 5, whatever it is, games, most recently leading up to now? All the above. Next. No, I'm just kidding. Now, the thing that I think that I take the factor in the most when it comes to power rankings is a combination of what you've done in your last 10 games and who you've beaten in those last 10 games. I think that's kind of the ideal recipe when you look at power rankings just because yeah, you might be able to go 3-0 and one week, but you might be playing two or three bottom tier teams in the association. So to me, I think that 10 game span is a little bit more telling than just the week by week, which a lot of these power rankings I feel like look at. But with all that said, I mean, there's also some other factors in there, including, you know, schedules. Because, I mean, if you take a look at what the Hornets have had to endure the last couple of games, really tough back to back with 
Brooklyn and then coming home against Denver. And of course, they were able to split that and probably win what would I consider maybe the more important game at the time with that win in Brooklyn. Of course, you would obviously like to have that Denver win as well. But at the same time, you at least get that tiebreaker in case it comes into a factor against the Nets. So to make a long story short, which I already have made very long, is that it's the last 10 games and then the teams that you have played in their strength of schedule or record overall. Well, then, with the Hornets in the last two weeks having gone 5-2 and two with wins over the likes of Atlanta, Dallas, the Utah Jazz, Brooklyn Nets, no doubt the Hornets will be top 10 in your power ranking. So, the big question, Rob Longo, in the hierarchy of the 30 teams in the National Basketball Association, where should the Hornets sit in your power rankings? 14. 14 is the number. We're going with ESPN's power rankings today. ESPN says Charlotte is number 15. Now, these power rankings were put into place directly after the Hornets had beaten the Brooklyn Nets. That said, Brooklyn was put at 14, Hornets were at 15. So, that brings the big question to you, Rob Longo. We're going to take the three teams directly ahead of Charlotte in the ESPN power rankings, because you said they should be 14. ESPN put them one back, so you got to pick a team the Hornets have to surge ahead of. Your choices, the Minnesota Timberwolves, the Chicago Bulls, and the Brooklyn Nets. Who do you like? Nets. Got to be the Nets, because you won a season series against them. I don't think, again, not to discredit anything that the Nets have done this season or their players, but until they can make a consistent run, I know you got Kyrie getting back into the fold for every game now, and of course Kevin Durant's going to be Kevin Durant, but until I can see Brooklyn win consistently, I think that the Hornets have had their number. I mean, they've won both of those meetings at Barclays Center this year. They've gone into hostile environments and have won both games, one without Kyrie, one with Kyrie, so I got to put them ahead of the Nets. I understand what you're saying, and I don't disagree with your logic, but that said, you got to acknowledge that Brooklyn as they're constituted, is a championship-contending team. Sure. Their path is going to be very difficult, given they have to go through the play-in tournament in all likelihood, but they do have that kind of talent on their roster. And when they played Charlotte, it was night two of a bad-to-back, and we've seen that kind of factor play against the Hornets throughout this season, so you have to acknowledge it a little bit for Brooklyn. So that's my reason to say I don't have a problem with Brooklyn being ahead of the Hornets. If I were in your shoes and I had to pick a team, I would actually slide Chicago behind the Hornets because Chicago has really not played very well. They played a lot on the road, and home road factor, it is a factor. You know, Chicago has been a... 16, 15 game over 500 team at home, and they have been a well below 500 team win on the road. I think about five games below 500 to be precise. But that said, some of their losses as of late are just hard to fathom. They, they lost going into these power rankings on the road at New Orleans. They lost to the Sacramento Kings. These are some bad losses. Lost in the Knicks. They did. I think that was the day after the power rankings came out. But still, it is not a great loss. So I think if I had to pick from those three teams, which one would I slide behind Charlotte? I would have picked Chicago personally instead of Brooklyn. But that's just my opinion. And uh, you were the one I was asking the question to. Have you ever done sales? Because you sold me on putting Chicago ahead of Brooklyn. There so. you go. We'll slide Chicago back. Me. Now the Hornets are up to 13 in Rob Longo's power rankings. I like it. All right. We're going to move on. Uh, coming up a little bit later here on the show, we'll, of course, preview tonight's game. Famous last words now for Rob. He got sounded awful confident for the Hornets versus the Knicks. We'll see if Charlotte can uh, pick up their end of the bargain. We'll preview the game for you shortly. Coming up next, though, scoreboard watching. What are the other games that pertain to the Hornets tonight? We'll let you know after this quick break here on the Hornets Hivecast, brought to you by Senta. I could have gotten my hearing aids anywhere, but going to a doctor who could find a set that fit my lifestyle was a good idea. Music sounds as clear now as when I listen to it on cassette tapes. 
Charlotte Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Associates offers a wide variety of hearing aids. With affordable pricing and credit options, our patients can find hearing care that is right for them. Hear like you once did. Call 704-295-3000 to schedule an appointment. Charlotte Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Associates, they just make sense. Sam Farber, Rob Longo here with you on the HHC. Hornets, big one tonight in the Big Apple taking on the New York Knicks. Season series is at stake. The Knicks are not eliminated yet. If New York were to win out, they could, in theory, still eclipse the Hornets, and the tiebreaker could come into play. Charlotte would hold it if they get the win here and basically eliminate New York from contention. So we'll see how it goes. But there are other games that do pertain to the Hornets in this one. Charlotte could clinch a play-in tournament spot, period, depending on some of these other results. And that's why the first game I'll bring up is this one, Washington versus the Orlando Magic. Magic are not good at all. They're at the bottom of the Eastern Conference standings, but Washington Wizards aren't that far ahead of them. They're still alive mathematically, but not a whole lot of hope on that side of the ledger. Still, Washington does have an opportunity to catch the Hornets mathematically at this stage. That opportunity basically disappears with a loss tonight. Yeah, that's a big one too, and it'll be the second night of a back-to-back for Washington as well, so that's something to take a look at. The game that I'm taking a look at though, Sam, is Cleveland at home against the Dallas Mavericks. That one is interesting to me because, again, it's a little bit of a longer shot now that the Hornets can catch Cleveland for that seventh position. Still now have to you know, leapfrog Brooklyn, obviously, as well, or at least clear a little bit of extra space against the Nets, but Cleveland has really slipped up here the last couple games. They had a tough one the other night against Orlando, but they're just so beat up right now. Evan Mobley left in the second quarter because of an ankle issue, and he was the potential rookie of the year. He was the leader in a clubhouse, at least before that game. So, you know, Cleveland just continues to get beat up. The Hornets still have a couple of games that they have to clear to get to them. I mean, it's about a three and a half game spread between the Hornets and the Cavs for that seven spot. So that's a game I'm a little bit interested in, because when you take a look at Dallas, they're kind of sandwiched in the Western Conference a little bit. That's an important game for them. Every game really is important for them because they're only about a game and a half, two games clear of potentially falling into the playing tournament. So, you know, they're trying to keep that top six footing. They're trying to get home court advantage. They sit in fourth right now, but a lot to be had in that game. So that's the one that I'm really going to keep an eye on tonight. Look, I like your optimism, and I like the thought that maybe Charlotte can climb up over someone in the standings, but I think the more pressing concern is the Atlanta Hawks. Uh, They are in action tonight. They're going to be at Oklahoma City. It's night one of a back-to-back for Atlanta. They're going to play Cleveland tomorrow. So, you know, another reason to pay attention to that Cleveland one, I suppose. But for Atlanta, they, much like Brooklyn, have a particularly easy schedule based off the win percentage of their opponents from this point on. That's going to fluctuate wildly over the next couple of days. Brooklyn obviously put the Detroit Pistons in their rearview mirror, so their opponent's win percentage skyrocketed by comparison. And Atlanta's will too, but there's no getting around it. Oklahoma City is an easy game at this stage of the schedule. Oklahoma City is not trying to diminish their opportunities to get a higher draft pick at this stage of the season, so there's no reason to think Atlanta is going to help, or I should say the Thunder are going to help the Hornets, but it is a game to pay attention to. Charlotte's got the more difficult matchup tonight going up against the Knicks. If they were to lose and Atlanta were to win, Charlotte would be in 10th place in the Eastern Conference tomorrow. Yikes. It's crazy what one or two wins or losses this season can do to you, and we've seen that all season long. I talked with Sam Perley about that on the podcast the other day, about how that's how it's been all season in the Eastern Conference when you think about it. I mean, if you go back to 
into those early games in November and December, it was one of those things where like if you had a two and one week or a one and two week, you could slide three, four, five spots in one way or the other in either direction in the standing. So it's just been crazy how tight the Eastern Conference has been this season. We've seen it at the top with the top four teams kind of jockeying for seeds one through four. We see it right now in that seven through 10 going in the positioning for the play-in tournament. So just crazy stuff. Atlanta's playing some really good basketball as of late. So is New York, but we'll get to that here in our game preview here in a few moments. But yeah, it's just one of those things where control what you can control, get a win tonight against the Knicks, and you don't have to worry about the Hawks. That's why I think the mantra now has to be twofold. One, like you said, control what you can control. You are responsible for your for your own spot. If you continue to win games, you will keep Atlanta behind you. That's just going to be the case. So continue to put your foot on the gas, win your games, and take care of your side of the bargain. The other thing is, by all measures, Charlotte has had had a successful season. They have surpassed the expectations of the experts out in the deserts of Las Vegas, of most of the national publications out there. Charlotte was not supposed to be contending with Brooklyn and Atlanta for seedings. The fact that they are, while being around 500, speaks a lot to what Brooklyn and Atlanta have done to perform below expectations to this point. It's not the fault of Charlotte. This record right now that they hold would easily be good enough for eighth almost any other year in the Eastern Conference and this year in the Western Conference. would easily be in eighth. So it's a little bit of bad luck in that regard for the Hornets. But again, I go back to control what you can control. Get your wins here while you can. And uh, we'll see if Charlotte can get the job done tonight taking on the New York Knicks. Speaking of which, we got to do a game preview. That's next here on the Hornets Hivecast. Hornets fans, make sure you download the Hornets app this season for an enhanced game day experience. The Hornets app is your home for the game day digital program with all the information on your favorite team and giveaways every game day you'll also find predictive games mobile food ordering and even a wallet for your nfts download the hornets app today our group is very resilient on the road we're okay being on the road you know it's a bunker mentality it's all business it's all focus right now so great road trip we were just in new york so we get to go back so if you have any dinner recommendations let me know but and maybe philly too because we'll be there for a while you got to eat right you got to have a good dinner you know, Coach Pop would be very disappointed if I didn't have a good dinner in both those cities. A little bit of dinner, a little bit of maybe Broadway, and then uh, off to Philadelphia. It'll be an exciting road trip here. A lot at stake for the Hornets. Going to play the New York Knicks in Madison Square Garden, then going to Philadelphia before heading down to South Beach to take on the Miami Heat. Certainly the most difficult portion of the Hornets' remaining schedule is right now. We'll see on the other end of it where the Hornets sit in the standings, what they have to play for. Uh, At that point, things might flip a little bit. They might have a slightly easier schedule in certain respects compared to the other teams that are around them. But we'll see who is around them. For right now, control what you can control. That is the New York Knicks tonight. Sam Farber, Rob Longo here with you on the HHC. And Rob, let's get into our game preview before we pick players and stats to watch. This is a Knicks team that's fighting right now, and, and you got to tip your cap to them. They've won four in a row heading into this one. They are keeping their postseason hopes alive. And no, not all of these wins are against bottom feeders who are in tank mode right now. They've beaten Chicago. They've won at Miami. They beat the Hornets. So this is a New York team that's showing some fight. They've 
won six of their last eight games, and they're a team not to be looked past or trifled with. They're playing like they have nothing to lose, which they certainly don't. I mean, they have that slim chance of getting into the play-in tournament, but you know they've been playing a little bit more of their younger guys. Obi Toppin's made a couple of starts. He didn't start the other night against Chicago, but the Knicks still pulled out a 109-104 win against a very good Chicago team, which, like we talked about in the last couple of podcasts, that they've been slipping a little bit, and their road record isn't the greatest, but they still got a 37-point performance from DeMar DeRozan and kind of wasted it. So it's always an interesting dynamic when you go into New York or Madison Square Garden. I mean, they call it the Mecca for a reason. Miles Bridges has talked about it. He talked about it the other day in Brooklyn. He said that he just loves playing in New York. The vibe is a little bit different. It seems like everything gets a little bit more amplified when you step on the floor at the Garden. It's just one of those holy grounds here in the game of basketball. So it's one of those things where maybe the Knicks have a little bit more of an advantageous position because of that home court advantage, and we'll see tonight. One other thing to, to factor in here for New York, you know, they're a very good defensive team, any Tom Thibodeau coach team is, but they found a, a couple different ways to win. Scored 121 to beat Charlotte. Kind of played at Hornets pace in that one and got the win. For the most part, a lot of these wins are lower scoring games, but they have shown that club in their bag. So something to keep an eye on. Hornets have won twice against the Knicks in lower scoring games. New York beat Charlotte at their own game in a higher paced, higher scoring contest. We'll see what transpires here tonight. All right, we need players to watch and a statistic as well. Rob Longo, you get to go first. Let's begin with a Knicks player to watch. I'm going to take kind of the easier one one. I'm going to take R.J. Barrett. R.J. Barrett's been playing some really good basketball as of late. I know Julius Randle has really been their leader the last couple of seasons, but R.J. Barrett the other night against the Bulls, 43 minutes out there on the floor, goes for 28 points, six rebounds, three assists. Didn't take a ton of threes, but was 2-3 of three from beyond the arc, 10-24 from the field. He torched the Hornets a little bit last week here at Spectrum Center, so R.J. Barrett's going to be my player to watch for the Knicks tonight. Can't argue with it. He's an emerging star. I think he'll uh, start to exhibit more and more control over games probably next season. That's the next step in his evolution, but he certainly can fill it up, and uh, certainly if the Knicks are going to win, they will need him too. Player I've got my eye on for the Knicks, I'm going with Alec Burks. He's kind of got the LaMelo ball factor going for him right now, and that LaMelo Mello has taken a huge step forward over the last couple of weeks because he's knocking down his threes at a level we really haven't seen him sustain for this length of time before. Lamelo has made multiple threes in nine consecutive games now, and Charlotte is 7-2 and two in that span. From the Knicks' perspective, Alec Burks has made multiple threes in seven straight games, and New York is 5-2 and two in that stretch. So I don't know that you can shut down Alec Burks. I think you have to you know, spend more of your attention on guys like Julius Randle and Mitchell Robinson and R.J. Barrett, but you can't ignore Alec Burks because if he gets hot, he can certainly turn the tide of a game like this. Next up, Stat or Hornet? Let's go with a Hornet to watch. I'm going to go a little bit off the beaten path here. i got to go with Montrez Harrell. I mean, he was really good in Monday night's game against Denver before a questionable ejection. We'll leave it at that. Uh, if you want to hear the whole details about that one, listen to yesterday's podcast and our airing of grievances. But 15 minutes, he was 3-for-3 three three from the field, 5 rebounds, 9 points, couple of assists sprinkled in there as well. I think Montrez Harrell is the last guy that you want to tick off with a questionable ejection. I think he's just going to come off the bench, just kind of be a house on fire, really spark that second unit, which is really going to be a big factor tonight for the Hornets. I'm taking Trez. It's a fair pick. I like you stirring the pot a little bit there. That's interesting. Isn't uh, that what we're supposed <laughs> to do here on uh, talk shows and podcasts? That's one way to do it. I'm going to go with Miles Bridges. I think when you remove Move the back-to-back factor, which we talked about also on yesterday's podcast. Go ahead and look through the archives. It's a good one. Uh, Charlotte 1-13 and 13 now on night two of back-to-back. So that means they're 38-24 and 24 when they have any kind of rest 
rest advantage or not overwhelmingly over 61 percent win percentage when they have any kind of rest and that is reflected as well in the statistics that we see from miles bridges miles he had a solid game he was the leading scorer the other day against denver with 27 points but he didn't shoot very well he was two of ten from three in that one didn't get to the line that might not have been entirely his fault but nevertheless 27 points 11 rebounds good stats at the end but not a great shooting performance he has been shooting the ball really really well as of late the two prior games, the two big wins over Utah and Brooklyn. Both contests, he shot better than 40% from three, and he's had 24 or more in three consecutive games. Two of those games have been double-doubles. So I'm looking at Miles Bridges. He loves to play in New York. I think he's going to have another big game in the Big Apple tonight. Last but not least, a stat to watch. Well, real quick about Miles, I was going to say, what's that New York factor? He's averaging like 30-some points, I think, regardless if it's against the Knicks or the Nets, I think. It's just one of those crazy things. Anytime he gets to the five boroughs, he's crazy. Just a reminder, he does all those in a Hornets uniform, exactly. too. Exactly. So. <laughs> exactly. That's, that's the biggest point. For me tonight, I got to look for stat to watch... I'm going to go with bench points. I think bench points are going to be a little bit of a bigger factor than normal just because once the Knicks gets to the second unit, it drops off a ton. They had 28 bench points against Chicago the other night, but that was because Obi Toppin had 17 of them. Emmanuel quickly had eight. Miles McBride had three, and that was it. You know, they're going 10 deep off the bench, but they're not really contributing. With all that said, if you can win the bench battle, if your second unit can go out there and be dominant, which is another reason why I picked Montrez Harrell as my player to watch because I think he's going to have a monster game. If they're able to win that bench battle, if Kelly Oubre is able to, you know, he's been quiet. So if he can get a couple of threes going, coming off the bench as well, that would really go a long way. And Isaiah Thomas has been playing extremely well as well. So with all of that said, I think if the Hornets can outscore the Knicks bench, you take your chances with you know your best five against their best five in terms of starters, and you see what happens. But bench points, I think, is going to be one of the things to look for tonight. More than fair. I think it's going back to sharing the basketball. Charlotte had a, a, an okay game in that regard, losing 113-109 to 109 to the Denver Nuggets. They ended up with 33 assists. More than an okay game. They had a good game in that regard. I think it's fundamentally what the Hornets are. They are about ball movement. They're about giving up good shots for great shots, being on selfish, trusting in one another, and that just needs to continue. That's Hornets basketball. The Knicks, they want to play one-on-one. They're going to put R.J. Barrett and Julius Randle on islands against defenders and say, we think our guy's better than your guy. I like the way the Hornets are defending for the most part right now. I think the schemes that head coach James Borrego and Chad Isky and that entire crew are putting together have been really good in making it challenging on the opposition, taking away their favorite things, but I just look for the Hornets offensively. You can't take them away when they're sharing the ball. Lamelo at the controls of it he has been really really good and when you look at the Hornets results head-to-head with the Knicks when they're sharing the basketball well they get wins the one time they lost 121 to 106 it was not a good shooting effort from deep they shot under 30 percent from three and that definitely had a factor in a lower assist total but the Knicks had more assists than the Hornets and the Knicks are a bad team when it comes to assists so definitely need to do better than New York in the assist category if you can get up above 32 Hornets are undefeated this year so that's the magic number I'm looking for tonight share the basketball with the kind of regularity you normally do. I shouldn't say over 32 because they lost the one the other night against Denver. So that stat's gone away. But over 34, definitely, they've won all of those. So let's get over 34 if you're a Hornets fan. And Charlotte should put this one in the win column. We will have you covered on this 
contest on the Hornets Radio Network. And, of course, you can always watch the game on Bally Sports Southeast with the great Eric Collins, Ashley Shamity, and Del Curry on the call. And tomorrow on another edition of the Hornets Hivecast, Rob Longo and I will have a quick breakdown of this one, plus a special interview with Hornets star Miles Bridges as we start the most improved campaign for Sky Miles. He's definitely deserving of consideration, if not the award itself. You know who'd get my vote. But we'll uh, we'll start to talk about that one with you tomorrow and have that one-on-one conversation with Miles Bridges. Hope you'll join us for that edition of the HHC. Rob, always a pleasure talking to you here on the Hornets Hivecast. Thanks, Sam. Had so much fun. We'll do it again later today on the broadcast, and we'll do it again tomorrow. For a small portion of it. For then a small. Then I'm going to hang out with Miles. I don't blame you. I would, too. <laughs> Till next time, for Rob Longo, I'm Sam Farber saying it's been a pleasure and a privilege having you along, and we'll talk to you next time right here on the Hornets Hivecast. Thank you for listening to the Hornets Hivecast, brought to you by Senta, the official eye, ear, nose, and throat care provider of the Charlotte Hornets. For more coverage, visit hornets.com.